last couple of months, Brittany asked me to talk. And, um, thought that would be a good place to, to speak to you from. This has just kind of been on my heart. It's nothing uh, groundbreaking. You're not going to hear any great theological discoveries tonight. This is just what the Lord's been dealing with me um, with. So I figured you could, you could gain something from my, uh, my, my experiences as well. So uh, I'm going to talk tonight about just the, the sweet presence of the Lord and how much uh, it can make a difference in our life. And I think we, um, we may underutilize it in some ways. Um, let's just pray real quick right before we get started. The Lord, thank you for this great night. And uh, use this message to make a difference in somebody's life tonight. Help us to be open-minded to what you've got in store for us. In Jesus' name, So I'm going to talk to you tonight about the presence of the Lord and the amazing blessings and the opportunities we have because of the, the direct contact that we can have with the Lord. And I always, um, I get really appreciative of that direct contact or the direct relationship we can have with the Lord whenever somebody preaches out of the Old Testament because it always takes me by surprise whenever I think, you know, these people were wandering through the wilderness and didn't have a direct, like, they, they didn't have a direct connection with with the guy that they're following after. So um, just to kind of reassure you how great we have it tonight, we're, when we fall in an area of of um, of the Bible, of time, or of, of the Old Testament, New Testament, wherever you are, where we are today, is such a wonderful place to be because the Bible's already written. We already know how it plays out. If they sell it at Walmart, we have an app on our phone. It, we have the whole thing. So we're not on like the fourth book and waiting to see what comes in the sixth. Um, we get to see it all laid out there. And I was, uh, I was trying to dig up some kind of Old Testament scripture that I was really going to point out. Like, look how you know, barren they were without, without that direct connection to God. And just the more you dig in, the, the more... Um, the more appreciative I get for this direct connection we have now. So I was, I was really um, looking at Mount Sinai where they hand out the Ten Commandments, and it really looked like the Lord wanted to have a, a really direct relationship with the people. But it's so complicated. The, um, you know, don't let them touch the, touch the foot of the mountain until they hear the horn, but, but don't come too soon or they're going to get hurt, or don't, don't come too late. Or, so it's, it's so complicated, and the more I dug into it, the more I realized I am so grateful for right where we are today. And the ability that we have to to sit down and talk with him, just like you and I talk to him, in a, in a whole different war, realm than these guys did. So, d- digging through the Old Testament, it's it's amazing that they carried this tabernacle around with them, and in order to to really feel the presence of the Lord, they they brought a sacrifice. Well, they're carrying this tabernacle with them, and then they set up the tabernacle. It's, I'm sure it's not a a quick affair to set up a tabernacle in the in the um, in the desert. So, it's amazing to me how they all this time they're expected to follow after the Lord and they just don't have that 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 ability like you and I do it's just um it's so so amazing that the privilege that we have nowadays um you know like last Wednesday and and even this Sunday you know we had tongues of interpretation on Sunday like like you can feel the presence of the Lord and and not only do we have that on Sunday and Wednesday but we have that opportunity throughout our week like that that's that's not just, you know, it would be awesome if it was just Wednesdays and Sundays and just in this building, but it's, it's not like that. It's, um, it, it even goes so far to say as, um, like in, in John 1, uh, 14, he talks about, so this is, uh, so the Lord's on the earth now, so it's not so much Old Testament, but it's while the Lord's with them, 
And he says, uh, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. This is what makes me grateful. Like, that these guys were searching after the truth, and he was there, and they didn't realize it. Uh, it's, it's just humbling. Like, we could have been them. We could have been rubbing shoulders with him and not realized it. Like, the book wasn't written for them, you know? They, they didn't have all the answers then. He, so, 11, verse 11 says, he came to them, uh, he came to that which was shown, which was his own, but his own did not receive him. When the Lord came in flesh, he came to dwell with his people. So he, he made all these people. He, he knew who they were going to be, and, and they still didn't recognize him. And it's the, the reference that I was looking at there in, in verse 14, that they use the word dwell, and it talks about um, the Greek or however it was written. talks about dwell actually means live in a tent. So just like the tabernacle was in a tent, he was dwelling among them. So instead of them carrying around the tabernacle in the in the desert all the time he was flesh with them and and they could you can see that they're beginning to have a relationship with him but they haven't gotten to um, the amazing relationship that we have now but it's it's progression so it was just so significant to me that it talked about the dwell uh, he he was the tent he was the spirit with them then but it, it gets even better for us um <clears throat> instead of us carrying the tabernacle around we don't even have to carry anything around with us we don't set anything up you know it's this is the Lord is with us wherever, Wednesdays and Sundays, just like we talked about, but so much better than that throughout the whole week. So I say all that to say how amazing it is and how great it is that we have this relationship with the Lord that we can tap into at any time. Um, it's, so, so that was whenever the Lord was on the earth, but now going even further, it gets even better than that. So in 1 Corinthians 3.16, it um, talks about how we are the temple now. So instead of carrying the tabernacle in the, in the, uh, in the desert and then the tabernacle dwelt among them, now, now he puts his spirit in us and we are the tabernacle. So we, we don't have to carry the tents around. We don't have to stop and set up shop. We don't have to bring a sacrifice to the priest. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, um, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and the spirit dwells in, uh, God's, God's spirit dwells in your midst. So I think that's fantastic. Like that's, that's so empowering and, and, in those ways, um, we have such a weapon, and, and a lot of times we understand that. You know, like we get into a jam or we get into a bind or, or we, we have life hit us and, and we say, wow, you know, I'm going to take this to God. And, and sometimes I think we realize how much of a weapon we have and how much we can bring this to God and feel his presence and, and use him to our advantage, not in a manipulative way, but, you know, using the Lord's power with us, that he lives within us. But... Um, so, sometimes I, I think we underestimate what the Lord can do for us in, in the great. So you, um, in the self-help world, they, uh, I like to listen to a lot of uh, motivational people. They talk about big, hairy, audacious goals. So nothing to do with the Bible. But they, they talk about setting big, they call them uh, b So this big, hairy, audacious goals. And, and preparing this, I thought, you know, we have big, hairy, audacious prayers, you know, problems or prayers or whatever. I don't have any problem bringing those prayers to God, you know. Whenever you're sitting down um, in your prayer time in the morning, those are what come to mind, you know. Lord, let me tell you what I need today, you know. Um, so I don't have any problem bringing the, the big, hairy, audacious problems to God in my devotion. But sometimes I think we're guilty of putting God in a box. So, I, you know, you have this great time of prayer and devotion at whatever time in the morning and you spend some great time with the Lord and you write it all out and you feel great about it and you go live your day and, and you don't ever bring that with you during your day, you know? You can you can be really consistent in the morning and and put God in a box and, and leave that box at home and go do go do your day and not um not apply that throughout the 
the stuff that may not jump off the page at you and say, oh, I'm a big hairy problem, you know? Like, I, it, there's a lot of things that we come into contact with throughout our day that the Lord wants to take care of you, you know? The Lord wants to take that off your plate. Um, kind of preparing this, I thought about it. It's just the, the fog of life, you know? Um, the Lord wants to take some of that fog off of you. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that we can handle, you know? We, we, can, we can handle a lot of stuff. Um, and Brendan actually posted it today. He said uh, something about a post said, at what point does it have to, at what point, um, how big of a problem do you have to have before you pray about it, you know? And there's so many things, there shouldn't be a threshold, you know? There, there's, we have these big, hairy problems, but God wants to handle, and it's not small problems, it's, it's the stuff that affects you day to day. Um, and, and I think it's so great to talk about this on a Wednesday because I, I get so much out of Wednesdays because I just went through life today. You know, on Sundays, I get Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning to, to live off life, you know. And Sunday I come in and I'm, I'm fired up to come to church, but I'm not quite as um, sensitive, not sensitive to what I need from God on a Sunday morning, you know. I, I heard, um, I think it was, some artist was talking about their, their writing process, a musical artist was talking about it, and they said whenever they're, they're writing their songs, they try to be really sensitive, so they try to be, they try to get offended really easy, you know, if you're trying to write a love song, or you're trying to write a, a jaded song, you, you walk around with your sleeves on your, your, your shoulder, your feelings on your sleeves, you know, and, and I feel like Wednesdays, I'm, I'm sensitive to, to what I went through today, you know. So, such a clear example of that was uh, uh, Wesley Barber used to lead um, praise and worship on Wednesday nights in Prairieville, and he worked for this company that uh, that had their logo on the shirt, and he he would wear his uniform while he led praise and worship, and it was so perfect picture to me. That's how I feel on Wednesdays, you know. We and you might feel the same way. Your phone's probably vibrated since we've been in here, and you got a work text or work email, or you know what problems you put up with today. It's just the fog, not. Not big, hairy problems, but just stuff that weighs on you and stuff that the Lord wants to take off your plate. So it's so symbolic to me whenever I think about Wesley singing um, with his uniform on. That's, that's me on Wednesdays, and it really needs to be me on Sundays too, but he's bringing life in. He, he already did life, and he's got life all wrapped around him, and here we are at church, you know, but it's, it's even better than that. We don't, have to, we don't have to bring it just on Wednesdays, you know. It, we get, you know, even whenever we have our uniform on on Tuesday or Thursday or nine o'clock on Friday, the Lord, the Lord's with us, and and we have to think back to think back to the beginning of this. What an advantage we have over, you know, an Israelite walking around in the in the desert. <laughs> we get to talk to him anytime we need to. Um, I actually heard this guy. Uh, he was a police officer, and he was talking about how powerful it is that we have a direct a direct response, a direct line of communication to the Lord. And he said, you know, if I want to go talk to the, the chief of police, I have to set up an appointment, contact somebody, make sure it's okay, and arrange a time. And I never thought about it like that. We, we have better access to the Lord of the universe, the creator of the universe, than I do to my boss. You know, if, if you want to go meet with your boss, you got to call somebody, you know, when does your schedule work? When does my schedule work? And that's, that's not a position of, I mean, they're a position of authority, but they're, they're not the creator of the universe, you know? They, they, you don't have to call and schedule or anything. He, he is there for you. Um, it's just just amazing to me how it's, uh, you know, it's, I'm, not, I'm not talking about crazy big things that I, I think we have a real ease in bringing those to him, but it, we, we assign the Lord to the big problems, but he wants to take that fog out of your life. Um, 
so so many times while I was digging through this, I couldn't come up with a better word, but fog is, is kind of the way I, it's just the funk, you know, just just the stuff in life that you, you just carry around. It's not big enough. I don't need to bring this to the Lord. I can handle this by myself. It, and I don't, I don't have any scripture for that, but you can probably handle it yourself, you know, but, but why would you, you know, you, you can, you can bring this to God. Um, too many things we, we put up with. Um, and Brendan talked about living in victory Sunday. Like we, we need to live in victory in the fog. You know, my, my fog needs to be lived in victory. You know, like I need to be able to shake that off and, and, um, uh, and, and do, do better things than, than put up with that fog. Um, see here i'm kind of out of order here <laughs> but it's it's just uh i guess in, in one place here I, I talked about the baseline fog you know it's uh kind of being that writer again i, I want to be sensitive to, to what i'm not giving to the lord yeah. I, I, there's so much that um i'm not really sensitive to say wow this is causing i'm spending a lot of brain power on this i'm worried about this or i'm putting up with this or i'm um I'm, I'm carrying this throughout my day, and, and the Lord just needs to take care of this for me. Um, it, it's, we have so much, um, it's kind of like when you clear out your iPhone, you know, you, you go to clear out your apps, and wow, I have 23 apps open. How, how, much, how much fog or how much um, headache in your life are, are you just letting float around in the background that, that you could just turn over to the Lord and say, hey, Lord, I don't, I don't need to maintain these other 10 apps, you know, I, I can, I can maintain, I, I need to, I understand that you want to put this on these first ten apps on my plate today, but you go ahead and handle these other ten. I, I got I got bigger bigger things I can do, and we can grow so much whenever we see that. You know, um, a couple of months ago, I was on the way home from a Wednesday night, and we live a pretty good ways away, so I I like to listen to something on the way home. So I got all pumped up, listened to a message about um, about faith, just just praying for things that that come into my life. You know, and uh, and I was all fired up about. You know, I'm going to take on whatever whatever crosses my path. Well, I've had a pretty quiet week or something, so I didn't have any real big problem, big hairy audacious problems like I was talking about. So I was just foaming at the mouth for a good problem to to pray about, you know. And uh, the, in the next, that was like on a Wednesday night. In the next couple of days, Elizabeth and I were just talking shop about life, and uh, and this is kind of just the fog that that I was talking about earlier. Just just stuff that comes up. She was talking about a, a situation at work and somebody's just making something difficult and it, it was just complicated. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing that God needs to just sweep in and just boom, like, you know, that that was not not ever there. But And it's an issue that Elizabeth could have handled. She can, she can keep working the problem and working the problem and figuring out how to better work with this person, but I was just fired up that I could find a problem. So I got all fired up about praying about it and I, I, uh, before I asked Elizabeth, I told, told, I sent out a family group message and said, hey, you know, X, Y, and Z's who we're praying for at X, Y, and Z company. So anyways, that was on a, on a Wednesday or Thursday. And, and, uh, I, I actually sent out that text before I got Elizabeth's approval. So, uh, I, and I told everybody, hey, stay, stay quiet on that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Elizabeth really wants me to tell everybody that. So Tuesday, I'll, I'll never forget where I was whenever I got the text and it said this guy had moved on to a different position. And um, I just got really fired up about it. And it's, uh, it's too funny. Like, it makes a difference whenever it's your life. My parents uh, had always told Brittany and I, kind of growing up, like, you know, mom would have this house that's just not supposed to sell, you know. Like, I'm, I'm praying about this house that's not supposed to sell. And, and that's the kind of things, you know, like, you, you, that's just, 
you know, the Lord can do that kind of stuff, but she can finagle it and do whatever. Dad had people that would, and I don't even understand all the intricacies, but they're just somebody somewhere on a file that's causing a problem somewhere, and Dad would pray about it. And, and I remember as a kid, Dad said, oh, yeah, you know, X, Y, and Z, they got transferred to another job, or they got promoted or whatever. Like, it's, the Lord doesn't have to just, you know, take somebody off the planet. He can promote them or move them to a different area, you know. But that's just that's just the fog that's that was in my parents' life that they showed us. And, and uh, thankfully, like, whenever... Whenever we see these problems, um, you know, it, it gave me the confidence to say, like, hey, we're going to pray about that. I, I never would have thought it was going to take four days, you know. But, but what, what kind of – so the great part about that story is that, wow, look at what happened, you know. And the sad part about that is whenever I started preparing this, I had to figure out how long ago that was. And that was in August. And I started thinking, wow, man, how many – fog situations have I passed over since, like that was, that was super impactful to me, right? Like we're in March and I'm telling you this story about August. It made such a difference and I, and I felt like I grew so much in those four days, like wow, you know, like look at the problems that the Lord can handle for me. Not big hairy problems, but just the problem, the, God showed up in four days, you know, like that's huge. And how many problems have I passed over in the last couple months and just, I handled it's not spiritual things, you know, like, I, I just handled it, it's no big deal, God, you know, like, this is a stressful world, you know, 21st century, I got it, we got a lot of, we got a lot of apps going on, but um, how, how many things have I, have I handled, and not let the Lord handle, and, and I didn't grow in that, like, I grew so much in those four days, you know, trusting in the Lord, and on the, you know, I can tell you where I was standing, I was so fired up, and, you know, it, it changes the way you walk with God, it, it changes what you bring to God next, you know, it, it my life is different because of those four, and, and I get it, it's, it doesn't make a difference, but those, those kind of stepping stones can get us to new places in our walk with God. And what kind of fog have I put up with that I handled, the Lord didn't need to handle it, but I could have given to the Lord, and I could be in a whole different place with God now because of the trust and the, the understanding, and hey, I, I get it, God wants to work on this or work on that. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to tell you tonight is just to be so sensitive, be, be that artist tonight. Whenever you, whenever you leave and, and realize that I, I want to be sensitive to, to what is the, the numbing fog in my life, the, the other 14 apps that you don't have to have running in the background that, that the Lord can handle for you. Um, just be encouraged that, that God, and I think it's the small things, it's, it's like this middle ground, you know. I don't mind, I can bring these big issues to God and I can pray to God that I get to work on time today. But there's this middle ground that it, that's just life, you know. I'm, I'm just putting up with life, and God's going to help me with that. But you need to bring that to God and, and see what God can do for you. Just um, just know that this this direct relationship that we have with God, like we were talking about in the beginning, we don't we can't take that for granted. Um, they had all these people, thousands and thousands of years, that lived for the Lord and, and, and did great things, and they didn't have this perfect this perfect relationship that we have. Every single day, we can call on the Lord anytime we need. We don't even have to wait till Saturday or Sunday, I mean, uh, Wednesday or Sundays, which, uh, hello, we've had some great moves of God, but that move of God goes right there with you. Um, that presence of God is so precious. I mean, we sang about that Sunday, uh, Wednesday and Sunday, just the sweet presence of God just sweeps in on, on your funk, just this, this, the, the, you know, the minutia of life. Is, is still an opportunity for God to, to take over for you and to, to show you how great he is. Um, so just just try to be sensitive this week and, and try to see what the Lord can take off of your plate and not just to take off your plate to free up some mental space or free up, um, you know, just that bandwidth, but 
you're going to grow with that. Each, each thing that you see the Lord handle like that, each thing that I haven't given the Lord in the last five months or six months or however long that is, I missed an opportunity to step one step closer and understanding a whole different level. And, and to be able, I mean, think about the, if, if he can handle that minutia and you're turning over that minutia to him, the, the thing that you're going to be able to turn over to the Lord it just on a constant basis, just, just so much growth in your walk with God. So,